The Bible says the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead is now at work in us. Paul says this, when, you, when it comes to communion, and I, I want to lift something for a moment. We're just going to take a few moments to talk about communion. And what I'm about to say, I want to show you something from the scripture which may change the way you take communion for the rest of your life. We can... Uh, just play really softly, guys. Just really softly. Something powerful happened on the cross. A divine exchange happened on the cross. If you've been coming to this church for any period of time, this is common language about the difference between being a son and a slave. But just stay with me just for a few moments. We're going to, fin- we're going to finish on time. Don't worry. But there's two domains. There's the domain of darkness. Everyone say darkness. Over here, you're in the light. Woohoo! Everyone say light. Okay? I'm just going to just teach for a couple of minutes and then we're going to break bread. And for some of you, this is going to change your life forever. It's not a kingdom of darkness because there's no king. It's a domain of darkness. And the Bible says we were taken from the domain of darkness. Sorry, folks. And we were transferred. This is the cross right in the middle. Everyone say the cross. Sorry, I don't have a tie mic. So this is the cross. Okay. Into the marvelous kingdom of light. And this is a kingdom because it has a king. Are you with me so far? So we were all in darkness. And the Bible says we were slaves and we were sinners but when this divine exchange happened on the cross we were taken from the domain of darkness and brought into the marvelous kingdom of light there's a lot more going on about the kingdom of God which I think sometimes we forget because the kingdom is bigger than the church the kingdom is the rule of God it's the domain of the king I'm not actually that fussed what church congregation you're a part of as long as you're in the kingdom. And churches are like vehicles where you can find the vehicle where you can best serve God in the kingdom. Amen? Okay. So, we were all slaves. We were all sinners. And we were on a journey to the cross as slaves and sinners. We were trying to do things for love. We were trying to do things for acceptance. We were trying to do things for victory. We were trying. We were on a journey to the cross. But when Jesus died, he said, Tetelestai, it is finished. The curtain was torn in two so that we could have access to the Father. God never got rid of the priesthood. He just made us all priests. It's so important. Just stay with me. You may feel like I've heard this a thousand times. But it will change the way we take communion. We were slaves. We were sinners. Jesus died on the cross. It was a finished work. The wrath of God was satisfied. We were taken from the domain of darkness and we were brought into the marvelous kingdom of light. So now, 
we are no longer slaves. Now we are no longer sinners. Now in the marvelous kingdom of light, we are sons and daughters and we are saints. That's why nowhere in the New Testament does Paul write to the sinners in Ephesus or Colossae or Philippi. He writes to the saints. Now in the marvelous kingdom of light, we are sons in a marvelous kingdom. So now we're not on a journey to the cross. Now we're on a journey from the cross. So now we're not doing things for love, we're doing things from love. Now we're not doing things for victory, we're doing things from a place of victory. Now we're not doing things for acceptance, we're doing things from a place of acceptance because we're his kids, because we're his sons and daughters, because he absolutely loves us and he couldn't love us anymore and he couldn't love us any less. He just absolutely loves us. So I was on a journey a few years ago why is it then we live like in the middle? And some days we feel like sinners and sometimes we feel like saints. Sometimes we feel like slaves and sometimes we feel like sons and daughters. And we live like he loves me, he loves me not. He loves me, he loves me not. He loves me and wherever it falls. And as many of you know, since I was 20 years old, I've bought and sold houses and fixed them up and sold them. I just love it. Bought my first house when I was 20. That's why someone said to me yesterday, oh, I didn't know you did manual labor. Well, yesterday, that's why I got gunk all over my hands. So I won't lay hands on you today. I got liquid nail all over my fingers. Anyway. And some of you knew we bought a house here in Saint, in Geneva and it had been empty for three years and it had a swimming pool. And we were able to get it going and fix it up by different parts and we had to get a new liner and stuff like that. But when the pool guy came, he said this, he's, and this is right in the time where I'm understanding about the fullness and living on the right side of the cross and this whole thing of divine exchange. And he said this, he says, there is a valve, release valve. It's the, it's the mixer that, that, that mixes the water and, 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 it's, and, it, and it's stuck and it needs to be replaced. And I said, well, what's wrong with it? I was on the phone, I was out of town at the time. He said, it's letting in mixture, it should. It's the, the exchange valve, it exchanges from hot to cold and, let, and, 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 it's, and it's not seated right. right. And, I, and I said, so what's happening? He said, it's letting mixture in. It's letting dirty water and clean water in at the same time. And I'm sitting there and the Holy Spirit speaking to me, he said, it's not, the, the, the exchange valve isn't seated right. And when we're not seated right, we live half as sons. And, we, and when we're not seated right, we live, we live, sorry, half as slaves and half as sons. And we live in this mixture and it lets dirty and clean all in at the same time because we don't fully understand the finished work of the cross, that it was a divine exchange. I said, what do we need to do? He said, you need to replace the exchange valve so it is seated right. You know, the Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places. And when we're seated properly, he seated us with him. Ephesians chapter 2. That when we're seated properly, we know our authority. When we're seated properly, we know well, there's no mixture coming in. I'm not a bit of a sinner. I'm completely a son. I'm not a bit of a slave. No, I'm completely a saint. So church, all of that, I want you to hear this today. 
Tim actually quoted it in, in Isaiah 61. It says, in, the word instead of appears five times. Instead of our shame, he's given us a, do, a double portion. He's given us gladness for sadness. Double portion for our shame. Beauty instead of ashes. Oil of gladness instead of mourning. A garment of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness. You know, heaviness can be a spirit. But because of the finished work of the cross, everyone say it's finished. We don't have to live over here. We can live over here. We can live on the right side of the cross. Everyone say the right side of the cross. It's so important you get this because now I'm going to land this right in 1 Corinthians 11. And I'm going to say something. When I saw this, it was about five in the morning. And I took communion for the first time through a different lens. And God touched me right in my office. But I was thinking, what things in my life, God, are mixture? What things do I teach that are mixture? What things do I teach? One thing one minute, one thing the next, one thing the And it, which is it? What's letting in both dirty and clean water? And one of them, the first thing he brought me to was communion. And I read it again through fresh eyes. I'm going to read it right now. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. It says, therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner. Everyone say unworthy manner. Unworthy manner. Unworthy manner. Unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself before he eats the bread and the cup. For if anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself, that is why many of you are sick, sorry, weak, sick, and some of you even died. Weak, sick, and some of you have died. Here, here we go. You ready? I want you to imagine a cross here. Paul is not talking about a person. He's talking about a manner. Stay with me. We read this, if anyone takes the cup, he needs to examine himself first. And if he doesn't, you will be weak, sick, and you might even die. Oh gosh. And so suddenly we become so religious when we take up, when we take up communion and we, our heads go down and we're like, oh gosh. Is there anything? Maybe I shouldn't eat it. I don't want to eat judgment on myself. But hang on a second. If it was a finished work of the cross and we can't go back to being a sinner, we can't go back to being a slave, then what does this mean? And church, it simply means this. If you read it through the right lens, if you read it through the lens that Paul was talking about, about the finished work of the cross, he's saying manna. Everyone say manna. He's talking about an unworthy manna. So watch this. If we take the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, which means we don't recognize the finished work of the cross, if we don't recognize the finished work of the cross, that Jesus said it is finished, it is paid in full. He says if you, if you take it in an unworthy manner, that is why some of you are still weak, sick, and some of you have died. Because you haven't recognized the power of the cross. Are, are you getting this? You haven't recognized the full extent of the cross. Therefore, the opposite is true. Stay with me. If you do, if we do take the table of the Lord in a worthy manner that honors the finished work of the cross. Look at the window, the big cross there. We do have a cross. If we, if we take it in a worthy manner, then the opposite must be true. That we will be strong, healthy, and live a long life. 
this side of the cross, weak, sick, and some of you have died. This side of the cross, strong, healthy, live a long life. There's no mixture. And so today, as we take up the, the table of the Lord and we take the bread, the, br- oh, the, the, the bread is for the healing of our bodies. The cup, which came afterwards, was for the forgiveness of our sin. Isn't it interesting that God wants to heal us first and then forgive us of our sins? Why? Because it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. So he just shows kindness. So church, when we take the bread and the cup today, please don't do this. Don't be suddenly go into sinner mode and shame mode and, and slave mode. We're sons and daughters. This should be the most happiest, awesomest thing. Sometimes we read the book of Corinthians like it's the instruction manual. It's actually written as a rebuke. Paul is saying, I hope some of you are actually getting, getting drunk at communion table. That's a pretty messed up meeting. People getting wasted at the communion table. Hello. I mean, it is. Anyway, but, but here, I, I think living on the right side of the cross, everyone say right side of the cross. Living as a son, living as a daughter, living free. That when we take communion, we should say, this body is given, was broken for our healing. Thank you, Lord, it's finished. Thank you, it was a finished work. And when you take the cup, oh, what is this? You know, is that uh, Welch's? Is that, why, oh, you know, is it real wide? Whatever. But take it, it's to celebrate. This represents the sprinkling of his blood, the forgiveness of our sin. It was by his stripe that we are healed, not by ours. And when we go over here on a journey, on a journey to the cross again, we, 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 we think it's by our own stripes. Oh, Lord, just punish me. Oh, I'm just a slave. I'm just a sinner. Oh, no, you're not. Lift up your heads, all your gates. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors. Let the King of glory come in. So when you take communion, I want to encourage you to do it on the right side of the cross. When you take communion, do it in a manner worthy of the finished work of the cross. And if we do, I believe that we will be strong, we will be healthy, and we can live a long life because we live in the fullness of everything Jesus paid for on the cross. Can I encourage you in your homes this week? Break bread. Can I encourage you in your marriages? Break bread. With your children, break bread. There's been times we've done this as a, a daily thing. Sometimes I'll break bread just with the Lord on my own. And I just feel His presence. And I feel His goodness. I feel His smile. I feel His pleasure. And it just brings me to a place of God. God, thank you for the cross. Thank you for the finished work of the cross. Amen. I just want to share that with you.